the maple syrup one. It's actually going to be really, it's actually pretty interesting. Greetings, everyone. This is Morning Eggnog. My name is James. With me is always Caleb. Good morning, everybody. So, Caleb, have you ever uh, bought a toy for your children and then it turned out to be weird or annoying and made a lot of noise? Um, or has somebody else bought you a toy? We've bought a lot of toys over the years because I'm going to sound like a, maybe a terrible parent to some people. But we never buy off the shelf at first-hand stores. We only buy items from discount stores. That makes sense. And like Goodwill. Well, because kids lose interest in about 10 minutes. You're not wrong. Sometimes. They, then there's that one toy, which if they lose it, they lose their minds. Exactly. But you got to wait till you find that toy. See, for our daughters, their main toy of choice is what they call the stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> what is stuffy, this stuffy? Which is, it's just a stuffed toy. But yeah. they, call, they call them stuffies. They call them stuffies. I want my stuffy! I'm like, okay. Well, the other thing with kids is you can get them all these crazy toys and all these neat things, and then they, you, you get a new refrigerator and they play with the box for three days straight. Yeah. Because um, we've gotten them some really nice stuff over the years that we've, we've found. Because um, you can get stuff secondhand from... Once Upon a Child, um, even Goodwill has good stuff, or you go to just, those shops where they buy box goods. Just and they, it if you get it from Goodwill. Yeah. Um, and so they've gotten these really nice gifts, and they don't play with them. No, they don't care. No, they, don't, they would much rather have another stuffy to add to their pile. It, so I can imagine how exciting it would be to have a, such a large pile of stuffed animals you can jump to, into it like a pile of leaves. Pretty sure my daughter has over 20 stuffies in her bed. <sighs> I know what to get your kids for. I'm going to get them so many stuffed animals. No. Even though I've never gotten them anything because we don't do Christmas together. <laughs> no, we don't. That's what, yeah, it's interesting. Cousins normally don't, well, I don't know. We've never done Christmas together. Yes, we used to. We used to? Oh, yes. We used to give gifts. How long ago was that? That's been a very long time. 15, 10, 15 years ago that we used to actually do well, it. Well, that was because everybody didn't have kids yet. Correct. There was no grandkids to account for. Correct. Um, but Eve, but we used to do uh, kind of like a white elephant, you know, $5. It's been a long time ago because I yeah. barely remember it. Usually we would do like a $5 gift. I do remember now because I have a notebook or a journal from Rebecca. Yep. No, that, yeah, that's weird. So we used to do it um, for the fonts, I, but we don't do it anymore. I give the worst gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I, see, here's the thing. My wife has only ever been happy with like one, one Christmas. <laughs> I have I have a, a thing that I do for my wife. I try to give her one once a year or this is kind of my rotation. I have a I have a gift rotation for my wife. One year I get her something shiny and one year I get her something actually useful. So for instance, this year I brought her a Milwaukee drill set. <laughs> with the things that go in it. Like, you know. I know, I was with you. Um, so I, so I bought her a Milwaukee drill set. <laughs> now next year I'm probably going to go and buy her something with jewelry. Yeah. Most likely with four diamonds or four, like four little jewels to represent our children. She loves that stuff. Cute. Yeah, I know. Um, so oh that's my, my that's what I try to do. That's, I try to do a, something. <clears throat> see, my, but what do you do for a birthday? Oh, birthday. Usually it's flowers and chocolate. Okay. And then, like, four days later, it's, um, because her birthday's the 6th of February, so, like, 
A week later, it's 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 chocolate and flowers. It's chocolate and flowers again. She goes, "Why don't you ever getting me anything for for you know Valentine's Valentine's Day? Day. Because your birthday basically is Valentine's Day." Exactly. Sorry, honey. (laughs) Don't watch this podcast. (laughs) Where were we? (laughs) Toys. Really really bad at gift giving. (laughs) There was this one gift I have to brag about myself once. I Olivia wanted like a three hundred dollar pair of boots. Which is fine. Holy crap. I know. They were leather. They're really nice. And I found a discount code that dropped them down to like, no, maybe they're just 250 They weren't, they were expensive enough that it was like, these are expensive. You're going to wear them all the time. Yeah. Like a pair of work boots. Yeah, pretty much. You're going to wear them every day. Exactly. But uh, I found a discount code. I just looked up discount codes and it took like $100 off. Ooh. And I was like, oh my goodness, I should always do this with everything. And since then... I have gotten like $30 of pizza for like 10 bucks once oh. because of just looking up discounts. I need I need to do that. Just that sounds like in, a great idea. Like if you buy anything, I sound like such a grandma. Um, <laughs> cut your coupons cut out. Cut your coupons out on the internet. <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple websites that have, they, they have legitimate codes that you type in at the end and you get money off and it's great. And anytime you Any- can save money. Even if it's little pieces. Do you pieces. ever get Marco's Pizza? No. Okay. If you ever got Marco's Pizza, anytime you do a code, it's a code that is always available or has been for the last year and a half, is save 25 to get 25% off. That's Woo! beautiful. So that's just something I do, and I've saved lots of money. Yay. This has turned into a weird podcast. Anyways, <laughs> I'll just read it. Uh, Walmart pulled this cute kid's toy because it swears and sings about cocaine in Polish. <laughs> There's a news art. This has been widely spread and talked about, uh, but it's pretty hilarious. One of the acceptable risks that a huge retailers like Amazon and Walmart have decided goes hand in hand with opening huge third-party sales platforms, this is a weird way to start an article, is that they can't always check, they can't always police the goods that end up in their stores. Okay, that makes sense. At least not with 100% comp- comprehensive accuracy. It's sort of the whole point. Anybody is allowed to sell, well, almost anything. Gotcha. Which is how companies can end up with edge case blenders, blunders, edge case, edge case blunders. Anyways, one example of which is Walmart toy. It ended up getting pulled because of the dancing cactus that you might assume is pretty harmless and which sings incomprehensible songs. Hmm. Because we're in America. <laughs> Why not, right? But there's a, I, uh, the dancing cactus toy. Chris, some lady on uh, Twitter, never wanted a toy so bad. Walmart pulls kids' educational dancing cactus after it sings in Polish about doing five grams of cocaine, being depressed. And being depressed. <laughs> Chinese manufacturer used a Polish rapper song without permission for the toy. Sold in the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> oh, God bless China. <laughs> you can actually find a ton of funny tweets joking about that. Um, I looked up a couple of videos and there's a lady. They're, they're like, so is this worth buying? And I don't, I, I don't know if it's satire or not. I didn't watch all of the videos. But if, yeah. you, if you type in Dancing Cactus on YouTube... It comes up with a news story talking about it, but I don't, I don't know how they missed this. Does, do they have nobody that speaks Polish? Oh, probably not. 
It just sounds like a little dancing toy. The only thing, uh, the the children's English translation for the lyrics to the toy song, where the white L ends, E L L E E L. The only thing in my head is five grams of cocaine fly away alone to the edge of oblivion. <laughs> Not exactly something you want little Timmy knowing after unwrapping it on Christmas Day. Or if your grandmother, who lives in Orlando, or Ontario, Canada, and who happens to speak Polish, you definitely would feel shocked after buying the toy for your unsuspecting granddaughter. Oh, gosh. The top 10 Christmas gifts of 2021 for kids. So that's that's a. Uh, it is now a rare item because they're no longer selling it in well, stores. Everybody would definitely buy that now. All the adults would definitely buy it. Yeah, it's kind of like when they did the Breaking Bad at Toys R Us. Oh right, right, right. I forgot about that. Or that, yeah, they think they, it they, came with a little baggie, a of little baggie of meth. <laughs> it's just blue raspberry gushers. Yeah, that's what it is. Or or. I, I have never seen that show. I watched the entire thing. It was amazing. I'm probably never... I can't watch it again. I found I can't watch uh, dramas. I can only... Because I... what I It loses its... Because you know what's coming, so therefore you don't need to watch it again. But it is... The first time you watch it is an excellent show. It's it's very dark, very twisted, but it's very real, so it's, it's never... Very seldom... I don't think it's ever too fantastical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, my I, my wife is kind of blessed with this thing where she loses memory of movies she's watched. Like, So if she hasn't watched something in like two or three years, she can watch it again and mm. be like, what? Oh, that's amazing. What is that? Dude, that'd be sick to read the Harry Potter books again exactly. for the first time. Exactly. That was something uh, I saw a tweet about. It was like, if only I could lose my memory and watch all of, read and watch all the Harry Potter movies for the first time again. See, I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I actually enjoy knowing what's coming next because, especially in Depending the first, on what it is. But yes, I totally especially agree. Especially in the first book, I, I cannot, I cannot. Yeah, the first. Sorry, continue. I get super excited about when because I know Harry. I know that <laughs> not Harry. Oh, oh, but see, I love her. I can't. It hurts me every time. It makes me so mad. I know, but that's what makes her a great character. <laughs> And what's even worse is she doesn't die in the books. <sighs> that sounds terrible. This sounds <laughs> dark. It does sound really terrible. She doesn't die. No. I forgot she doesn't die. Does she die in the movie? No. No. She doesn't. Screw you, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> you actually have to go into Potter history to find out what actually happens what to happens her. What happens to her? I believe she gets a lifetime sentence to Azkaban. Ah, there we go. It's better. Life is good now. Yeah, like that's... Not, not I didn't. I didn't know a life sentence to Azkaban. Yeah, so she winds up in Azkaban for a lifetime because of the things she did to the Muggles or like Muggleborns. So yeah, she got she got her de- just she dues. got her comeuppance, but it took a while. But yeah, uh, you don't just, read about it. Just knowing that Hagrid is coming to bang down the door is just like it just builds in because that whole it the takes whole forever. thing is so frustrating. It's it's a great build up. The book does a great job with building it up. It does. You're just so frustrated because you're like something's happening, and it takes half the book for him to figure out he's a wizard. Not a wizardary. I know. That's why I'm really glad she started lengthening the books because the first book, if you live it, listen to it on audio, is only like eight hours. Oh, that's it. So it's a really sh- the first two books are very short, and then the third book is like a billion years long. Actually, the fifth one is the longest. So, is it? yep. Which one is it? 
That's the one with. Uh, so that's the Order of the Phoenix. So that's oh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. with. No, I'm saying the, go- the beloved the Dolores Umbridge. The Goblet of Fire. Yeah, <laughs> the Goblet of Fire was long too, though. Yes, um, four and five are the two longest. I think the most frustrating thing about the Goblet of Fire is there's so many. Like after I finished listening to it, I got. I was thinking about it and I was like, this is really confusing because like there's so much stuff that happens in that book. Yes. There's like, then this happens and this happens and then this changes and then this changes the whole course of history. Yeah. And I couldn't remember most of it. And a lot of behind the, a lot of things going behind the scenes too that you don't find out till the end. So, so it's real. she does a very good job of revealing. So anyways. Well, thank you so much for joining us for our uh, Harry Potter corner. Um, (laughs) Caleb. We're we're not obsessed. I Olivia definitely hasn't read the books and watched the movies at least twice, maybe three times. I know you've listened to it more. She just discovered it last year. That's true. I think since I purchased my audiobooks that I have listened to the Harry Potter series in the last two years at least four times. Wait, last year? Two years. Two years. I think it's going on three years now. I just it's just so well written and it's so e- it's so easy to listen to. <laughs> How many times have you read the Bible? All the way through? Yeah. Once. You're a sinner. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Going through the book of Ezra would make you want to hit yourself with the hammer. A lot of the books are like, oh, and gosh. the son of Jamin. Uh, yeah, books of history are the worst. But- who is the son of Ham? Who is the son of Stephen? Who is the son of Kalachafeshu? Who is the son of Sneeze? <laughs> son of Sneeze. It's so, it's so true. It's like, what? The most random names. Who is the son of T-shirt? Who is the son of Roger? Uh, <laughs> 12 BC. I am Roger. <laughs> Wondered where that name originated from. <laughs> Oh, we should not laugh like that again. <laughs> oh, anyways. <clears throat> Back on whatever track this December is. December 1st. Oh, The no. house that made Wait, fame. yesterday? This is that new or is it last year? No, it's December 1st. Holy cow. I didn't this, realize you got it. Wow, look at weird. This reporting just came out. This is an article from USA Today, I believe. USA Today. Uh, the house that made famous. By the exterior shots in the classic Christmas Home Alone is available for rent on Airbnb. <gasps> that sounds dangerous. But watch out for booby traps. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but anyways. <laughs> you walk up the stairs and you die because you get hit with a full paint can. <laughs> You're now, not- that would actually be interesting. A death house. It'd be cool if they like... Replaced Maybe everything with like ru- like a rubber paint can. Ooh, yes. And then there's like a the p- stairs are padded and there's a padding at the base. Yeah, and no like actual nails and like tar. It's more like I don't know what would stick your foot in. Uh, what? Um, the, the the bottom side of a uh, you know those things you roll around on in the office. Oh, that would work. Yeah, you could put those down because those aren't exactly deadly, but they sure hurt. See, I was gonna be slightly eviler and be like. You know, the carpet strips. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> that would still draw blood. Be best um, not to draw blood. How, we get, how do you get people to take off their shoes? Shut up. <clears throat> how do you get people to take off their shoes so they step on this stuff? Ooh, Legos. You just put Legos on the stairs. Oh, <laughs> and to make them take off your shoes, um, how to get them, how to get the shoes off. Fly traps. There we go. Have you ever seen like the actual goo for fly, not not fly traps, but the goo for like mouse traps? 
Those are it's the worst. They're, they're nasty. So, so if you lay those out, so they get those. Stuck. I don't understand why people think those are like more humane than yeah mouse traps. Mouse traps, you're dead. They're, they're it, dead. It, it normally kills them. If you get Victor traps, I I maybe they suffer a little bit, but in comparison to getting stuck and then starving to death, yeah. Or a lot of times what they do is they panic to death, you know, like, they, but like, yeah, that's it, like it's not tearing your skin off. Like, why? That is the worst thing I've ever. Heard. Yeah, that's I, we I, I have never used a sticky trap. The Neither only thing I've I. used sticky trap for was bugs. I've seen. Well, yeah, bugs, bugs don't have souls. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, where were we with this? And before we started getting way off track. Trap. Trap house. The Wintica, uh, Illinois home, which was. Pr- <laughs> Prominently featured in the 1990s film starring Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. That's such an interesting name. Macaulay Culkin. The Culkins? Is being listed for a single night stay scheduled for December 12th. Oh, wait, what? A single night. Oh, so everybody, you can only continue. Anyways, you may not uh, remember my particular accommodating... Um, so and so, so the the stay includes holiday decorations, booby traps inspired by the film, dude, pizza and candlelight we dinner. It. We called it. Do you get to watch that movie? I don't even know. Wait, that was a fake movie. And that was a fake movie. It I forgot a- that was a fake movie. I know it's so good too. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Oh, such a. I mean, that movie, like movies inside of movies, are spectacular, and that's probably one of the best. Because I wonder how many people like when well, I started researching, like, what, what movie what is, is that? that? I want to see that movie. I kind of want to see that movie. It I want to set that up for when my parents leave me at home. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. The stay includes <laughs> so on and so forth. Candlelight dinner of microwavable macaroni and Heck cheese. Yeah. The $25 <laughs> stay for four guests will also include a screening of Home Alone, uh, Home Sweet Home Alone, the, la- the latest film in the franchise, and the new <laughs> Home Alone. <laughs> And the new Home Alone Lego set. Dude, I've watched the review of the whole new Home Sweet Home. Oh, it's so bad. It probably is, because a lot of them... It's so bad. The only Home Alones that exist are Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. And Home Alone 2 barely exists. I don't know. I liked Home Alone 2. I like them both. Home Alone 3 is trash, because it doesn't even have Macaulay Culkin. No, but it's hilarious. I, I don't think I've seen it. You haven't? No. The, they're the, basically, it, it, the, the premise is very stupid, but it's still. The new one's even worse. I, I can believe it. Oh, it's, it's real bad. They just need to stop. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, also comes with a Lego set. The house will be available for booking starting December 7th. Do you know how hard it will probably get be to get that booking? I bet somebody already booked it immediately, and then they're going to, they're going to. And it's got to turn be, around and book it. I imagine there, there's going to be tickets. there's got to be hundreds of people going to be there because it's only like twenty five dollars. And that house is ginormous. It is ginormous, and I'm wondering if they actually did the filming inside that house or if that was somewhere else. There's probably a billion YouTube videos about it. That probably you could look up and then that, but I have not and figure it out. Um. So. I'm trying to figure out where to start this story because I don't want to give it away too fast. I don't know. I I rather enjoyed the the, the opening line. is pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. You might as well just open it up with the beginning line. 
No, no, no. We're going to do this. Okay. <clears throat> okay. First of all, this is the Beaverton <laughs> Beaverton Police Station. Or Beaver, Beaverton. Beaverton. B-E-A-V-E-R-T-O-N. Shortly after 12.30 a.m. Tuesday. Is it this Tuesday? No, this is January 10th. This story came out January... What the world? <laughs> this was published on 2012. So, and this, this was updated on January 2019. Weird. Anyways. <clears throat> shortly after 12.30 a.m. Tuesday, Beaverton police officers stopped a vehicle on suspicion that the driver was impaired. That's hilarious. Said <laughs> Mike Rowe. Isn't that the Dirty Jobs guy? Yeah, that's the Dirty Jobs guy. <laughs> Officer Mike Rowe, a, Beaver <laughs> a Beaverton police spokesman, officers reportedly talked to the driver who identified herself as Nicole Huey, 27. This can't be in circumstance. I Probably not. And found that she... <laughs> Sorry. 27 of this town and that she was found to have a hamster on her lap when she was pulled over. Now that would make you very impaired if you're driving and the hamster's biting you as you're driving around. Yeah. Ouch. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Ugh. Having a rodent in the vehicle while you're trying to drive while intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> the hamster, whose name is unknown, was loose inside the vehicle. That's a weird name. <laughs> and, was, <laughs> and was the only... Gosh dang it. You did dad jokes. Was the only other occupant, Rose said. He reportedly told the police that she was headed to the local store to get more booze, probably. Rose <laughs> said Huey got out of her vehicle and left the hamster on the dashboard. Police arrested Huey on the, on the accusation of driving under the influence of intoxicants, and she was lodged in the... Oh, that's weird. So it says in the... And then it says in blue, tiny little letters... Jail. Yeah, that That's well, weird. that way you can click on it and go over Washington <laughs> County Jail. Who doesn't need a link to the local jail? That weirded me out because I was like, why? In the neither Huey nor the hamster were injured during the incident. <laughs> Huey, Rouse said, Rose said, told police that she didn't have anyone that could get the hamster, so they should just kill it. <laughs> Just, just kill the hamster. <laughs> Police told her that the pet would not be harmed <laughs> and that they would take it to a safe location. Oh my gosh. It took three officers to capture the furry little passenger. <laughs> Roe wrote on the department's Facebook page, it appeared that the hamster wanted to stay in the vehicle and put up a good fight trying to avoid capture. An officer created a container for the animal upon... <laughs> From then, from an evidence tube, and safely transported the hamster to the police station to the emergency veterinary clinic. Police, uh, the Rose said, police Rose said gave Huey contact information for the clinic, and she claimed her pet <laughs> later that morning. That's spectacular. Driving by three police officers in a vehicle with the door <laughs> shut, trying to capture a rodent. <laughs> they didn't train. I didn't do any training for this. I didn't sign up for this crap. <laughs> it's oh, like a horror movie. It's like, where do you go? <laughs> <laughs> We're paid by the hour, boys. Let's make this work. <laughs> a lesson to learn from this incident, other than to not drink and drive, is that it is not safe to operate a motor vehicle 
with any type of animal on your lap, Rose said. Oh, gosh, For people yeah. needing to transport a hamster, Rao recommends placing the animal in a container for its safety. <laughs> a padded ball. A padded little ball. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. That, that story. That was, was spectacular. I love that story. It took three officers a while to catch the hamster. I want the dash cam footage. <gasps> it's got to be out there. 2012. Did they? I don't know if they made. Oh, 2012? Da- well, they had probably had dash cams. But I don't know if they had, had body cams. <sighs> You're probably right. Dang it. Dang it. Could you imagine? Three guys. Oh, my gosh. Three, three different angles. Ang- yeah, three, three different angles. angles. It's a movie. <laughs> oh. That would have been so good. The lady steps up. I don't even know. My hamster isn't here, though. You should just kill it. <laughs> it's got to be dash cam footage of that. Oh, my gosh. You guys killed my hamster. Just kill it. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, man, that would be... Why is that... I wish, you know, things would keep my up with time. My last two stories have been about police... Off- no, your last story was about a police officer trying to catch a loose pig. Yeah, I'll capture a loose pig. That was a good one. Yeah, a police officer story. Like, if you go get, watch our, if you go watch our last podcast, you can watch the video while we're while we're recording of him lassoing the pig. Police get into some weird stuff. Well, because I had a lady. Um, what what <laughs> happened to her? She called. Oh, she had a bat in her house, and she called nine one one. Yeah, they were very upset with her, but she said, "No, this is an emergency." So they said, "This is an emergency." She said, "No, this is an emergency," and they came out very disgruntled and got the bat out of her house. <laughs> I was like, "Just get a tennis racket." Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> I, I don't like bats flying in my house. So what's worse is my dad has an air conditioner up in his office. Yeah. And uh, we were taking it out one day after the long summer. And we grabbed something and we put it down. Or no, How did that work? We grabbed something furry and it started moving. And so we almost dropped the air conditioner. Mm-hmm. And it was a bat and it flew around. But it was it was winter, so it was like cold. So it was like, what is happening? I was hibernating. Yeah. And it fell down. I was like, what is oh my gosh. So we like scooped it up and like, I don't know what we did with it. Yeah. I, I but don't it scared the living crap out of us because you grab something, it's furry. Yeah. It's kinda air like conditioners the, are not furry. Yeah. It's kinda like when I so we uh before I renovated our bathroom upstairs. Oh no. <laughs> bats would get into the house. <laughs> and I mean, it wasn't too bad, you know. I, I I don't know what it is about bats flying, but it freaks me out. But they're they don't fly like birds. They so don't fly weird. normal. Anyways, so the first one I was able to get it outside and got well, okay, done. And then one night I woke up and I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Our bathroom was downstairs, so I go downstairs and I but, step on something soft oh, and it no. squeaks oh, and flutters. Oh no, because you're barefoot. And I couldn't. The middle of the night. And I couldn't see anything. And I about. <laughs> crapped my pants well yeah because you're about to go to the bathroom anyways yeah well about did it in your pants about did it in my pants and let's just say that that particular one uh didn't survive mainly because i stepped on it (laughs) but i about i about died it scared the crap almost literally out of me oh my pretty sure i screamed (laughs) (laughs) Just, just saying Oh goodness, bats! Not not a fan. Now to politics. Now mm, close enough. It's politics. This is it's to our ser- kind, not it's, a serious politics. It's our kind of politics. <laughs> the important stuff. The important stuff. Well, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> greetings, everybody. While high gas prices have pushed President Biden to tap into the U.S. strategic oil reserves, we should have bought it when it was really low and negative. 
America's neighbor to the north is also dealing with a shortage of another so-called liquid gold. The Canadian group Quebec Maple Syrup Producers recently announced it will be releasing about 50 million pounds of the... (laughs) Oh, goodness. 50 million pounds. 50 million pounds of its strategic maple syrup reserves. Uh, How would you do that in gallons? It doesn't matter. Anyways. I don't know. You divide it by seven or... Well, multiply would, it by seven. You, you would find out the because the, you would find out the weight of maple syrup per pound. Well, it's, it's or not, by gallon. So you'd find out. Isn't how, it, is it he, that's interesting? Is that, a gallon of maple syrup heavier than a gallon of milk? I think it probably is. Well, I'm gonna. This is a weird Google search. Because Continue it's, because it's a condensed liquid. Anyways, uh, 50 million pounds, about half of the total stockpile. Quebec producers. Quebec produces nearly 70% of the world's maple syrup, with the U.S. being its biggest client for the sweet stuff. However, crap. this year's uh, producers weren't able to keep up with the worldwide demand, which jumped 70, or, <laughs> 71%. No, 21%. That's still a huge number. 21%, according to, the, to Bloomberg. Wow. Maple syrup is made from the sap from maple trees, which is traditionally harvested in, by installing a metal tap into the tree trunk. Modern sap harvesting typically involves a system of plastic tubing and vacuums to collect the sap from and maple vacuums. trees. It's kind of like milking the cow. It is pretty much like milking a cow. Next. I meant milking a tree, and I said milking the cow. Milking, milking the, the cow. Tree. Milking, Anyways, milking the tree. <laughs> Modern <laughs> sap harvesting uh, plastic tubes, blah, blah, blah. It can be refined into syrup. Fun Th- fact, I just looked this up. A gallon of water weighs 8.34 pounds. Okay. And a gallon of maple syrup is 11.35 pounds. Yes. Didn't know that that, I don't, it was liquid, so I just assumed it weighed the same, but it's a completely different kind of liquid. Yeah, liquid. a gallon of honey weigh. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's more condensed. It's more. Wait a minute. How much does a gallon of milk weigh? Let's see if it's a difference. Oh, Continue. good grief. Oh. Um, <gasps> Milk weighs slightly more than water. Yeah. 0.6. Because 8. there's 6. There's more stuff in it. How much is a gallon of honey weigh? <laughs> James is now on a, a trip. That cost weigh 12 pounds. Honey weighs more than syrup. Because it's thicker. I know. <laughs> it's fascinating. Them, them bees are thick. How much is a gallon of concrete weigh? <laughs> how much is a gallon of concrete weigh? And then you should look up how much a gallon of lead weighs. Ooh, ooh. Guess how much a gallon of concrete weighs? Uh, 16 pounds. Ha! 20. Ah, oh, dang it. And then how much does a gallon of lead weigh? <laughs> Imagine weighing. <laughs> hey, it could come in a liquid form. This is lead. Okay, leaded paint. There's. Oh, come on. Lead lay. How, how much does lead weigh per gallon? Sorry if it has been talked about before. No, 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 no. I don't want to do math. Just tell me. <laughs> Just tell me. I don't care. This, this is not helpful. Continue. All right. Maple syrup can only be harvested in specific weather conditions. So this year's short and warm spring resulted in an uncharacteristically low yield for producers. That is why the reserve is made to never miss maple syrup. And we won't miss maple syrup, said Helen. Holy crap. If this is correct, uh, 94 gallon or 94 pounds per gallon hmm. of lead. Okay. 
Now, Supposedly, if I did it right. Now for oh crap, what's the liquid metal? Mercury. 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 <laughs> Good grief. I deal with mercury. I should know this. How much does mercury weigh? Mer- that came up immediately. Ooh, this is different. Wow. Mercury's stupid. Wait, what? One hundred and twelve pounds? Yeah. Because because uh, we were at school for HVAC, and he brought brings out a vial of mer- mercury. He goes, "Yeah, I found this in my dad's my dad's room for some reason. Like he was an HVAC guy, so he had it. Because you use it. Because what it does is it changes. Like when it changes temperature, it does weird things. Yeah, because that's that's how the the uh, thermostats work. Yeah, thermostats work. The old stu- oh, the old school thermostats would work. Um, so he brings it out and just hands it to us. And when he hands it to you, it's like, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what the crap? It's so heavy. It's so weird. It's dense. Yeah. And it also looks really yummy. Tummy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that picked up because it's like. I don't think it did, but that was my tummy. That felt, that was weird. I sound like a cat, like like a kitten. The coffee's going, hey, (laughs) we're making room, making room for breakfast. It's like, guess what time it is? Anyways, maple syrup. It's interesting stuff. Maple, so, that Canada had to tap, we had to tap into our oil reserve, which has made gas prices spike because we should have bought it when gas was literally negative, uh, where they, we could have gotten paid to buy gas and then we could have made more storage units. And I don't know anything, so I'm probably wrong on this. But who knows? Anyways, and he- meanwhile... Canada has a much bigger problem of they don't have any maple syrup eh, to put on their pancakes. Well, actually, it's the Americans' fault. That's not my problem, bud. I don't we, even need maple syrup. We do. We do maple. We do more maple syrup than in every everybody else in the world. Yeah, that's why including we're including Canadians. That's why we're super fat, bud. <laughs> Probably. And okay, so here's the thing: if you've had local maple syrup that's been refined in your it's area, excellent, bud. Compared to, for instance, you know, anything else, well, I one, love coffee. Me too. One of the fascinating That's things good. I think is interesting, I, I like how I started that sentence, is uh, like, if you, I wonder if eating local honey, local honey, if eating local maple syrup gives you better immunities for things around here, whereas... I highly doubt it. Because it's so refined, I doubt it. But if you get unrefined honey, which is, I think, illegal, um, you get, like, you don't have as many allergy pains. So the difference is, is one is collected by all of the flowers in your area, yep. and then it's refined down by the bees, the bee poop. I don't know what Puke. it is. Puke. They chew it up and then spit it out. That's, <laughs> that's what I understood. It. <laughs> At least that's how wax is made. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. I, I have no idea. I'm just spouting random nonsense. Um, I do know about the flowers because what they collect all the flowers and then they create it. Which then, if you're supposed to, you're supposed to take like a tablespoon a day, and what it does is it helps with the allergens because it helps your body adapt to those flowers and things, so that way you can. That's why I ate um, a bunch of uh, poison ivy, so I'm I'm never gonna get poison ivy again. Yeah, I don't think I I actually have just this year have gotten poison ivy. It's been years yeah, since, been I've gotten since I've gotten it. But this is the first time I've had it in years, and I hate. I hate because you because you don't know is it like is it a zip what is this so you don't know what to put on it. Okay, we're gonna take some elizine and we're gonna rub it with alcohol. There we go. That works. 
We're going to kill whatever this is. I got stung by a bee walking in flip-flops this summer. Mm. And I haven't been stung by a bee in so long. It was dead because I didn't. I just was walking and suddenly I was like, ah, my foot. Mm. And there was a giant red mark on the top of my foot. There was no bees anywhere. I didn't even see one fly around. So I don't know where it came from. But I, I did know that if you use Arm & Hammer uh, 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 baking <laughs> soda, that's what it's called, and they mix it up with water and make it a paste, it'll, get, it'll do something. I forget what it does, but it made the pain go away. That's good. Pain going away is good. Sometimes. Yeah. Unless it means you're going to die, because then you're numb to it. I forget. There's, a, there's an octopus that can bite you. Never mind. <laughs> there's an octopus that can bite you, but we don't know what it is, so we're not talking about it today. It's a blue ring octopus. Go look it up. Never mind. He does know what it is. I watched a TikTok about it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned from TikTok what this is. Shut up, Caleb. <laughs> I love how the ac- like my accent suddenly changes as soon as I want to make fun of something. It goes to a southern accent. Well, yeah, because everybody... Is... I apologize to all our southern friends. It's, I don't know why. So it's like people in Australia make fun of the people in... Uh, uh, oh, crap. I thought I knew where I was talking about. Melbourne. I think it's Melbourne? Melbourne. No, it's not. Anyways, they have their rednecks and we have our rednecks. And we make fun of our rednecks because there are some rednecks who are rednecks. And they're real bad rednecks. And then we have people who just have a funny accent. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I'm out of stuff. So I saw my tube. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Uh, if you want to message us on Facebook or Instagram, you can do that uh, to give us a green screen background if you have a topic, or if you want to be on the podcast, or if you know someone who should be on the podcast, you can email us at morningeggnog at gmail.com. So uh, have a wonderful morning, noon, and uh, night if you're watching at night. This comes out at 6 in the morning. What are you doing? You should watch it when it first comes out. And then watch it again at night. So I guess, yeah. You should watch it all three times I mentioned. Morning, noon, and night. (laughs) Anyways, thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Says me. Says me.